unless you try really hard, there's no avoiding music in today's world. From movies to advertisements to even the grocery store, music is heard almost everywhere. But what is music? Is it just words sung to a catchy beat? Or is it more than that? And can music actually affect someone's personality? Mike Solano has the story. People always say music is therapy, but I feel no one truly believes that, so it happens to them. When I was in first grade, I was diagnosed with ADHD, a disorder which did a number on my social skills. I had a hard time making friends, let alone keeping them. And by the time middle school rolled around, I always felt like the odd one out everywhere I went. Around this time, other kids started to realize I wasn't exactly normal and began bullying me daily because of it. I remember one day in sixth grade, a girl jammed my fingers in between our desks and the pain was so strong I began to cry. The whole class began to laugh at me and soon the whole school was aware of it. I was called things like crybaby, loser, and was even told no one would ever want me. That one moment followed me for three years and no matter how hard I tried, I couldn't escape it. Kids would often tell me to kill myself and honestly... I really wanted to, but thankfully, I never went through with it. I would always turn to music in my time of need, and this time was no different. I fell in love with artists like Korn, Limp Bizkit, Nine Inch Nails, and Slipknot. And at the time, I thought these bands were helping me get through my difficult time, but in reality, they were doing more harm than good. These bands preached a very negative message, that life sucked and everyone was out to get you. And the only way to solve any of your problems was to just get angry and violent. And even though this music was helping me get over all the bullying, the more I listened to it, the more I felt myself getting angry, negative, and even a little violent. I had anxiety really bad at this time, and I remember always feeling on edge, like if anyone looked at me weird or said something funny, I was gonna go off. Once high school hit, I became a lot more reserved, not talking to anybody unless they spoke to me first, and even then, I'd only say one or two words back. I was still listening to the same music at the time, and songs like Break Stuff by Limp Bizkit and Right Now by Korn would often be blasting through my headphones as I walked to classes, avoiding eye contact with everybody. Due to my reserved nature, I was never really able to make any friends. I mean, I had a few people who would talk to me, but I never considered them anything more than acquaintances, and due to this feeling, that feeling of being the odd one out became bigger and bigger every passing day, and by the time 11th grade rolled around, I began to question what my purpose in this world was. During this time, my parents were very concerned for my well-being. They tried to get me professional help on several occasions, but it never really worked, mainly due to me not wanting to open up to anybody. My mom was the most affected by all of this. It was a very difficult time for me. Um, you know, you were very quiet and reserved. It uh, really affected your personality just really tried to hide who you really were it was so bad that I wanted to take you out of school and homeschool you but your father didn't think it was a good you know a good idea that you should just you know have the regular um, education thankfully though things were about to change around this time I would frequently attend concerts with my uncle John who sort of is like an older brother to me on November 8th, 2012, we went to the Unshakable Tour, featuring one of our favorite bands for today. Opening up the show was a band called Hundredth, who I've never heard of before, and usually I don't pay attention to the opening bands, but this one stuck out to me, and to this day, I'm not exactly sure why. I mean, they didn't sound that great, but that's just usually the case with the opening band, and I really didn't understand what they were saying either as they were screaming their lyrics, but for whatever reason, the next day, I looked into them, and my life would never be the same.
I came across their album Let Go, which was like nothing I've ever heard before. It was the same type of heavy music I loved so much, but instead of the negative, angry message I was so used to hearing, they preached the message of positivity, hope, and love. A lot of the lyrics in the album stuck out to me, like set apart to succeed beyond what we can dream, watch us rise, we will shatter negativity from carry on, I will no longer sway with the willows, I will stand strong on my own from willows. Hope is a reality from Monumental Part 2, and I'd rather fail than fail to be myself from I Hold the Key. However, there was one lyric that stuck out to me above the rest. The song Remain and Sustain contains the lyric, I was only holding myself back from being all that I can. And I remember the first time listening to it, I was by myself in my room and I began to cry because in a way, it was the truth. My inability to put the past behind me and my choice to listen to negative, angry music was holding me back from my true potential. I told myself the next day that I'm done living the way I've been. I cleared out my iPod of all the negative music and began to find new positive artists to listen to, including Reliant K, The Wonder Years, and Close Your Eyes. And I began to notice the more and more I listened to this music, the less and less I felt anxious and on edge. And I slowly began to feel more confident in myself to the point where I was finally able to push myself to talk to people and even make some friends. There was still one problem though. I still felt like the odd one out everywhere and I still questioned my purpose in life. It wasn't until I listened to Hundra's first album, When We Will Surrender, and the song Desolate, that that began to change. The last line of that song is, I'll never find my place on earth, but I refuse to fade away. And I remember being blown away hearing that because finally there was someone else who felt the same way I had for all these years. It honestly felt like four dudes from South Carolina wrote a song about me, even though they've never met me or even heard of me. I took that line as my rallying cry. I began to tell myself, hey, you might not feel like you fit in anywhere, and you might not know what your purpose is, but that doesn't make you any less of a person. And slowly, the more and more I listened to it, the less and less I looked at it as a weakness. The funny part is, I'm not the only one in my family to go through a musical change like that. In fact, my uncle, the one who took me to all the concerts, actually went through a pretty similar change when he was my age, and my mom, or his older sister, remembers vividly what he was like back then. Your uncle, he used to listen to a lot of music. I remember it vividly because he used to listen to it in the bathroom, really, really loud, and it could get annoying at times. He used to listen to like corn. Um, there was this rapper named Genuine. He was really, really disgusting, but he still blasted it. And he also listened to Rage Against the Machine, and that's something. That's one band I'm gonna forever have stuck in my head. Oh, what the 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 dead dead yes. <laughs> from Bulls on Parade. Yes, he used to blast that all the time. If John is anything like me, this music probably did a lot in his personality. I mean, he was a shy person, very anxious person, but it made him like closed off because the lyrics and the songs, they didn't really have a purpose. It was all very down and dark. And 
So he would just stay very to himself, you know, kind of angry and just down, depressed. So I, I felt that his music really didn't help him. It only made things worse. Today, John's one of the funniest guys I know. He's always smiling, he's always cracking jokes, and he's always finding new ways to make all of us laugh. But when did exactly did he change? I noticed a change when he switched the type of music he listened to. So instead of all that nonsense music, he started to listen to music with some kind of meaning. Um, he became a Christian and he started to listen to Christian hardcore metal, but it had a meaning behind it. Even though they yelled and they screamed, it had a meaning and the meaning was deep. And it started to bring him out of his shell a little bit. It started to, it sends a positive message, so he started to open up a little bit. Sometimes I look back at those days and I have to laugh. That a kid barely 16 was so mad at the world, but in a way, I'm kind of glad it happened. Today I live by the phrase, it will all happen the way it should, and this is really no different. This coming of age in my life showed me that music isn't just a bunch of words sung to a beat. It was a lot deeper than that, and it ultimately showed me that I'm not alone in this world, which is what I thought all these years. I'm not going to sit here and pretend that everything's honky-dory and great now. I mean, I still get negative from time to time, but who doesn't? And I definitely still get anxious in some certain occasions. In fact, most places I go, I still feel like the odd one out. And honestly, I'm still not exactly sure what my true purpose is in this world. But you know what? That's okay. I truly believe deep down my place and purpose in this world is out there. I just haven't found it yet, and I plan to keep on looking for it, and I won't give up until I find it.